0: New York gubernatorial candidate attacked on stage last night in upstate New York on the back of a flatbed next to a haystack. What is going on in our country? We're also finding out the new science just dropped. Apparently, serotonin levels are not linked to depression. That's interesting. But we're down here at the Turning Point Student Action Summit. Now, if you've not yet obtained your tickets, what you can do is watch the live streams of the entire thing. You go to tpusa.com Get your access there. Watch virtually. You can see myself. You'll see Governor Ron DeSantis. And then Saturday night, you will see none other than President Donald John Trump himself standing there with all of us inside the Tampa Convention Center. It's all happening. TPUSA.com. Make sure you watch. Well, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA here at turning point usa the student action summit we are here tampa florida as the event is getting underway today day one of the event this is year of our lord uh 2022 and it is 22 july today's headlines we have to get into it because the news does not stop experts say that psychiatrists knew that depression was not caused by low levels of serotonin. Massive bombshell new study out that completely flies in the face of 20 years of prescribing antidepressants. We're gonna break this down and what it means for our country. Next, shade war update. Vice President Kamala Harris waiting in the wings as President Joe Biden has contracted COVID. Third, New York gubernatorial candidate Lee Zeldin attacked on stage during a rally speech in New York State and finally at least 181 K to 12 educators have been charged with child sex crimes in just the first half of 2022 all this more ahead. human events daily
1: and the reality is that you know for so long I think we've, we've sadly stigmatized the issue of mental health um, and, and, and so, so many people experience it every day. I'm sure, and I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand, but I know enough to know. I know enough to know that almost everyone here has, has experienced this with someone you know, work with, or love, or pray with. And we don't talk about it. And people silently suffer. And we stigmatize it. We don't, we don't deal with it understanding it is a health issue. Just like if you had a broken arm. And then we say, let me get you a cast. Let me help you walk through the door if you walk in with crutches. Right? It's a health issue. It's a health care issue. That's why I talk about it and say it's health care. We have health care from the neck down, but we need to have health care from the neck up.
0: So we cover a lot of stories here at Human Events Daily. And this week I've been setting in for double duty, pulling double duty, recording human events daily, and then also hosting the war room while Stephen K. Bannon is on trial, a trial expected to wrap up today. But one of the stories that popped this week, possibly one of the most important stories, I think in terms of long-term trends for the United States that I've seen come across the desk. And I would put, I would put this on the level of in terms of importance to the American people on the level of the rise of China and the CCP. What is it? A study came out from the University College of London this week, and this is an umbrella study. A, um, you know, sort of an overall meta analysis of serotonin and the link between serotonin and depression. We've been told for 20 years that depression is caused by what? A chemical imbalance involving serotonin. And for those 20 years, we've had doctors prescribing pharmaceutical cocktails to people known as SSRIs to deal with these serotonin levels. This study, which is a study of studies, has shown there is no direct link between the levels of serotonin and depression. I want to say that again, no direct link between levels of serotonin and depression. They cannot prove it. And yet instead, for 20, maybe even 15 years, maybe even 25 years, these doctors have been prescribing powerful antidepressant medication to people, millions of people across the country. 95% of people believe that your depression is caused by low levels of serotonin. I interviewed Dr. Malone this week over on War Room. You know what Dr. Malone said to me? He said, why is it? that these doctors will tell you that you, they're gonna write a prescription for you immediately. And they go straight to the SSRIs, they go straight to the antidepressants, your Zoloft, your Prozac, etc. But what they won't say is up your vitamin D levels. Make sure you get your vitamins A, B, C, and D. And for vitamin D, you can go out in the sun, you can take supplements, why not go out and do that? And there you notice, there isn't a financial incentive, of course, prescribing this. But what we have also seen is the disturbing rise of the fact that these antidepressants correlate in 25 percent of cases with violent behavior and occasionally mass shootings. So the question then becomes for us, what are we doing as a nation? We are over medicated. We are over prescribed. People are hopped up on pharmaceutical cocktails rather than being actual social creatures interacting with reality and the real world. It's simple, this situation needs to stop. We were told the science was settled for 20 years on this and now the science has been debunked. And look, we need to be humble. Think of all the medical notions that we've had over the past 10,000 years or maybe 6,000. Things get wrong from time to time. We have to be humble enough to admit that we've gone down the wrong road and turn it back. We need to turn it back, get these things out of society, stop the free prescription train and just go out and get some sun, go get some sun, go lift. You'll be fine. I got to tell you, myself, Tanya Tay, the kids, we have been having such a good summer. We've been having an amazing summer. What we're the, Every night, at, when the weather is good, we are out back, we got the fire pit going, we're shooting off fireworks, we got the, the fishing lines in the water, we got the boat in the water, and when I got that grill going, we got the charcoal, and the only thing that we are grilling in the Poso backyard this summer is good ranchers. And we came down. Now we're finished. We've just about finished our last case of Good Ranchers. So we've got to work our way in. So Tanya Tay and myself, we're discussing. We want Now mainly it's going to be burgers. I'm going to tell you, the burgers have just been such a smash hit because my friends come over, Tanya's friends come over, and they say, what are these burgers? Where are you making these things? I've never tasted anything like this. How do I get this on my grill? I say it's simple. You go to GoodRanchers.com POSO then you make your selection of the 100 percent american meat sourced from local american farms you've got beef you can also choose chicken or seafood you go in prime upper choice ribeyes t bones new york strips whatever you want then of course the steak burgers the wagyu burgers it's all set up pre-marinated chicken breasts it's so easy you take the workout it's literally steakhouse quality in your own home or for me in my backyard on the grill i am absolutely Loving it. They send it right to your home. And the best way to get that, by the way, because if you're ordering all this meat, you're going to want the free shipping. What do you use? It's simple the powerful promo code POSO. GoodRanchers.com slash POSO will get you free delivery. And let me just check. Yep, right there, $30 off your case. So go to goodranchers.com slash POSO. The link's in the description and have yourself an amazing summer to transfer power to Vice President Harris if the president's situation gets uh, worse? The president is uh, has mild symptoms. He's able to do
1: uh, the business of the American people from the residents, and that's what matters right now. So there's no plan in place then? Shade War Update.
0: Well, we've got the Shade War Update of Shade War Updates. President. Joe Biden has come down, a bad, bad case of COVID. Vice President Kamala Harris waiting in the wings. Mark my words, she will use this opportunity to step up and step out of his shadow. We've been reporting this from all the way back, way, way, way back, the very beginning of the administration. We told you Kamala Harris wants to unseat President Biden. That's the plan. She wants to be in the driver's seat, certainly by 2024. And the question is, is Biden healthy enough to be able to finish out his full term? Now, we know the chief of staff, Ron Klain, and Dr. Jill Biden, fortunately, his wife is a doctor, so we know he'll be fine, are going to be able to have to hold on to the reins, while Kamala now has a free ride. And remember what they've done to her, right? Remember how the games have been played out. They were sending her all of the the, uh, portfolio items that they knew were going to fail. They knew these things were going to fail. They gave them to Kamala Harris. Why? Because they wanted her to fail. They gave her the border. They gave her inflation. They gave her gas prices at one point. They tried to send her to what Guatemala. Then she went over to Europe. The whole thing has been a sham. So mark my words, here's how this is going to go. She is going to try to make some kind of move. She's going to look for a hallmark. She's going to look for some kind of milestone that she can reach back out to now during the 2024 uh, cycle, where she can be able to say, when President Joe Biden contracted COVID, I stepped up and solved X, right? Whatever X is, she's gonna be looking to do that now. So what you're gonna see on the inside is Ron Klain, the chief of staff and Dr. Jill Biden, trying to do anything they can to try to stop her from this. But the problem for them is now they have to worry about President Biden. Now, as we know, in terms of Biden's health, he has not yet left the White House. So the question, of course, becomes when President Trump uh, came down with COVID, when he contracted it, he did take the additional step of going over to Walter Reed. President Biden, on the other hand, is still at the White House. That we're told he's working in isolation. And there's that one strange photo of him that's come out. But the real question is this, President Biden told us a couple of days ago that he has cancer. Now, President Biden is telling us that he has COVID. Cancer and COVID at the same time, oh no, they're gonna knock him down. Look, what's going on here is very simple. We all know that this guy is sick. We know that there's something wrong with him. There's been something wrong with him from the start. What it also does, by the way, is it gives them an out? Go look at the press corps briefing yesterday. The White House Press Association. They columbowed him. They columbowed the administration for forty minutes, demanding answers, going to the press secretary, demanding. Uh, it, it was. It was as if the media had been in this sort of dormant mode before, where okay. You're just PR, you're just PR, you're just PR for the administration. Suddenly something happened. A switch was flipped. They turned into an actual media all of a sudden and started demanding critical questions and critical answers of this administration when it comes to Biden's health. So the question is, first of all, why don't they do that all the time if they can do it? We know the answer to that. These people are not journalists. They are paid actors understand this. They do as they're told. That's what they're hired for. They're hired to be on TV and pitch you a message. I understand the irony of a guy being on TV and pitching you a message right now, but I assure you, there is no one who puts words. I don't go to Charlie before the show and say, Hey, Charlie, what do you want me to say on this? I don't talk to anybody up at the higher There's nothing like that. There's no editorial when it comes into this. This is my own thoughts, talking directly to you. And I'm telling you, they are in cahoots on this they are trying to push biden out and they know that the direct beneficiary of this is none other than kamala harris so ladies and gentlemen what can i say embrace the suck your first female president of the united states kamala harris last stand for new york and there's only There's only one
1: option.
0: Political violence rearing its ugly head this summer we've talked about this for years at this point why is it that one side in this country the political left refuses to renounce political violence it's not hard just step up and say we are against this we're in the middle of these ridiculous gen six committee hearings and they say again and again we can't have this our country we can't have this country it's dangerous democracy it's dangerous democracy And yet those same people are totally fine when you have the illegal targeting of Supreme Court justices in their own homes prior to a ruling, targeting them, targeting their children. And then you're gonna turn around and say, it's dangerous to our democracy because of this one thing that happened, but you have no problem whatsoever when any other act of political violence happens to the other side, right? This is the same thing that took place when President Trump was in the White House and you had waves of BLM and Antifa attacking the White House grounds, setting the White House grounds on fire, setting a historical St. John's Church on fire, all of this happening on their watch, and yet nobody talks about it, nobody says anything about it, no issue whatsoever. What do we have last night? New York gubernatorial candidate, Congressman Lee Zeldin, attacked on stage by an attacker with a blade at a New York rally that he was holding. And it looks like, it looks like he was on a farm, right? He's, he's on the back of a flatbed, got a couple of hay bales next to him for the folks listening. And this this gentleman, right, this, this guy comes up, not much of a gentleman, right? His name identified now as David G. Jakubanis, 43, of Fairport, New York, was arrested for assault. Zeldin says, he tried to stab me a few hours ago and said you're done and he was holding a a sort of bladed weapon that's that's meant to be wielded in your hand so you put it around your fingers and it's got two blades the speech was at a veterans of foreign wars post um and you can see it looks like a regular heartland photo of a guy running for governor he's set up and this guy gets up on stage rushes over to him lee believe it or not actually grabs him by the wrist lee himself by the way is an iraq war veteran a second airborne grabs him by the wrist pushes his arm away and then staff is able to to run down on top of him and stop him from doing anything worse why is it that we've gotten to this point in our society now look political violence has been around for a long time we actually don't even remember how bad political violence and violence in general was during the 1970s, when the Weather Underground and their associates were committing bombing after bombing every single day here in the United States. You had bombing campaigns across Europe attacking political candidates and attacking political leaders. But we've been living under safety for a long time because we did get law enforcement involved. We did start cracking down on these things. But listen to this under New York laws. This guy who just went, and I'm going to double check, listen to this, under New York laws, because of course we have this felony bail order rule that was put in place by the liberal government in Albany. So under the liberal New York state felony laws, this guy's given bail. Listen to this. In Fairport, New York, so he's charged, and attempted assault in the second degree. He was arraigned in, in Perntown town court and released on his own recognizance. So you can attack someone that's running for the highest office in the state of New York right now, try to kill them, try to kill them with a blade in your hand, try to kill them and you will be released on your own record. What? So you can go do it again. So you can go find the next campaign stop. We don't have to live this way, but understand what point in the movie we're in. Where we have people that are attacking conservative candidates and the government is set up in such a way the administrative state the regime is set up in such a way where they are able to be let out immediately after attacking one of these individuals multiple charges some sex related some social media communications related and inappropriate contact with minors anybody that you respect Um, They shouldn't have a free line of communication with children, regardless. Uh, There's boundaries that we should keep. And so parents just need to continue to be vigilant on what their children are doing. An epidemic is going across the country. It's been happening for years at this point. But let's just look at the numbers that we've got from this year. Over 180, I believe it's 181 total, educators are facing charges for child sex crimes in our schools. So far, just this year, 2022, according to the Post Millennial, we've got 153 teachers, 12 teachers aides, and 12 substitute teachers, with an average of several arrests per day in 2022. And this is among, by the way, K to 12, K to 12. What are we doing? Why is it that our schools are filled with pedophiles, educators? teachers assistants, substitute teachers, right? This is by, by the way, by the way, I think it was Don, John Dilliger when they went back, to, back and asked him, why do you rob banks? And he said, that's where the money is. Well, why is it that we have so many pedophiles taking jobs as educators? It's simple. That's where their targets are. They're going for our children. And yet we have this past the trash system because they're protected so many times they are protected by the teachers unions and they get sent off to another school district. They they hush it up. They say, oh, it's no big deal. It didn't happen. We can make it go away. We can make the problems go. And we saw this happen in Loudoun County when you had someone who identified as a woman that was assaulting girls. We've seen this already. And the numbers are there. Yet for some reason, this is one of those stories that you're not going to see Hollywood making movies of this. You're not going to see the Netflix prestige miniseries on the pedophiles throughout our school districts. You're not going to see this anywhere. Let's go through uh, and and some of the stuff. Post has it. A Florida middle school, middle school teacher found guilty sexual battery of a child. A high school choir teacher charged with nine counts of criminal sexual assault of students, a Missouri teacher facing an investigation for sexual relationships with students, a Seattle teacher charged with sexual molestation. Again and again, men were the majority of the arrests, 78%. But women were also among the educators. 77% of the arrests were due to alleged crimes against students directly. Teachers have also been found, this is according postponial again, to take their students to drag shows against parents' wishes. Others have bragged about wearing ladies' undergarments to schools. A third-grade teacher recently admitted to socially transitioning students. Now, Governor Ron DeSantis, and we're in the Florida right now doing the show from Tampa. We're at Turning Point SAS, And we'll hear some stuff in the background. That's because we're at the conference. He signed laws against this, against injecting this grooming behavior in our schools. This is why we call it grooming, because you have to link the two situations. If you're introducing sexualized content in the classroom, then you potentially set up a situation where it's almost like a sales funnel for pedophiles. They are introducing sexualized content so that they can see which students respond to it and then lead them along the path that goes towards sexual molestation and eventually child rape. And if you don't believe me, just look at any one of these cases. Go to Ghislaine Maxwell, where we had the grooming expert came out and walked us through the stages of grooming. Begins with gift giving, identification, et cetera, et cetera. We need to take this seriously as our country. We need to take this seriously as our nation. These are our children and they are being preyed upon. And yet for some reason, our leaders, our idiot leaders, do nothing about it. And that closes us out for another week here, human events daily. Remember our promise, our oath, our solemn vow to you, be good, be brief, be gone. Your homework for us, share this out with one, just one. Come on guys, just one, Yeah, you have one, right? One of your normie friends and say, hey, check this out. Listen to this story about serotonin levels, the vitamin D. Maybe we should do something about this. Talk about depression, the new, the science, the new science is out. New science just dropped, hashtag. And then leave us your five star review, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. What do we talk about today? Of course, I mentioned experts now say that psychiatrists knew for years, 20 years, that depression was not caused by low serotonin levels. Next, the Shade War update of all updates. Vice President Kamala Harris waiting in the wings. The White House Correspondents Association working along with her to push Biden out as he contracted COVID. Third, New New York gubernatorial candidate Lee Zeldin attacked on on stage during a rally speech. And then finally, the new numbers are in. 181 K to 12 educators charged with child sex crimes in the first half of 2022. Folks, what's going on in this country is insane. But fortunately, we've got SAS going on this weekend. And this is an amazing celebration of life. It's a celebration of American life. It's a celebration of what's right with our country. And we've got 5,000 people here, the majority of which are under 25. And if you could see that, you would know that the future of our country is well. So instead of doing a history break today, I think I want to do a future break. We're going to do a future history break because I'm going to tell you what's happening. These students from the Student Action Summit, they're going to come through a turning point, and they are going to take this world and this country by storm. And we are going to work together to set things right as we move on to take power, to take influence in the United States. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.